This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy's Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah! Ha ha! This is in the conversation. And uh, this is Damian Lemon. And uh, as always, on my right hand side, I got. Alright! <laughs> Vladimir Camano is in the studio. In the studio with that weird shit. I'm walking over here with the people, my man Muhammad. Where you at? On my left hand side, I got. Hey man, you got the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. I don't, I don't have no. Uh, no I like it. No Miami beat or nothing. To play. <laughs> if I had known, I would have brought the drummer's beat with me. This that shit reminded me of a record though. Remind me of that old Faith Evans record that turned into a skating record. A little happy hour with a fat man scoop. You saying you saying I sampled my beat, Damien? I think so, man. I think you might have to give a publisher. Got some copyright issues? Dominicano Faith Evans going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How y'all doing, fellas? Oh, man, everything cool out here in the world, man. It's good to have the triumvirate back in the flesh. Ain't that something? This feels like a rarity. So happy to see you. A very special episode. I know. Saw Muhammad giving a big hug when he came in. Happy to see the brother, man. It's a very momentous occasion. Yeah, it is, man. We out here eating wings, living life. Living life. Uh, discussing, uh, I guess, uh, appropriation of the curl, maybe? I don't know. I like that, appropriation of the curl. <laughs> appropriation of the curl. Yeah, yeah, we was, no, we was, we was having a little debate about the, the hashtag Shea Moisture situation that's going on. The debacle. The, the, the Shea Butter Wars. Shea, Shea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, no. Shea it, Whitey. If you're not up on it, you know, the company Shea Moisture, who does, you know, hair care products, Skin products, but most they started with mostly hair care products that uh-huh. was adopted by the Shea Butters. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which we affectionately call, you know what I'm saying, the, the real black girls with natural uh-huh. hair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They adopted the Shea Moisture off the rip and have been holding them down. Right. You know what I'm saying? For quite some time. Black Girl Magic, Team Natural. Team Natural, Black Afro Girl Punk. They were like, and, and like, they were like a, a standard. Fort Green. You know what I'm saying? They were like a standard in that community. Like, you know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. After Carol's daughter kind of went pop. Right, Shay Moisture came in and took over. What about Miss Jessie? Where she? Where she at? No, one of the sisters died. I know about that. Um, so like I, I, haven't, I haven't seen it much since then. I'm not sure. It's still in the world. It's still I'm not saying world. it's not in the world, but they used to do a lot of campaigns and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Isn't right, that right. Diva Curl too? Ooh, wow, you getting deep. Oh, yeah, see, look, 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 yeah. look at Vlad. <laughs> you know, Dominicans black got curls. Black lady experience. <laughs> uh, Curl. Wasn't there like a woman, like a black woman back in the day who was like super rich? She was the first woman of color to start her own. Oh, first, Madam C.J. Walker. Walker. Was she, like, wasn't she a hair, like a hair product? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. Some points, some woke I'm, points. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I right. 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 Who is? Madam C.J.? Yeah, she was also. Yeah. Yeah. First black woman millionaire, getting you know what I'm money. All right, you know they they list her kind of as the first black millionaire, but you know that's a, it's a little debate about that, you know mm. what I mean? But anyway, Shea Moisture put out a commercial yesterday, yeah, which was what Monday, yes, and it was an ad about you know the love hate 
love hair, hate hair relationship. Mm-hmm. And it was one curly haired girl, which could have been Dominican, could have been black, could have been. She was a light skinned curly. Was her curl not tightly wound enough? It, she she was, it was okay. A looser curl? She, she wasn't really the okay, problem. She wasn't right. really the okay, problem. Okay, talk to me. So she you, you started the commercial off with the light skin curl with a loose curl with a little wavery. Okay, and then the rest of the commercial was all white girls, string stringy haired white girls. You Ooh. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And they were all talking about you know the you know how people you know didn't like their hair or like you know what I'm saying they really appropriated the natural <laughs> the, struggle. The, the struggle they took the struggle they took the struggle they doled us out <laughs> they doled us out the shit out of it and I so it was like it's probably like four white girls and the curly haired black girl talking about you know how you know you know the hate for their hair and you know how they they they're now coming into terms with you know uh, uh, um, feeling their hair and loving their hair. Wow. I, you know, uh, I guess you're supposed to assume be, after they start using Shea Moisture, now, they're loving their hair now and you know, all that good stuff. See, I wish we had a, a good Shea up here to really speak to the But we don't. Ju- but we, <laughs> so we just going to we, yeah, we we speculate, speculate and we going to talk about how we, you know, shout out to the Shays. You know first what I'm saying? Of all, I, I, tried, done, I, I, I reached out to a couple. I, I had no no success in you, bringing a Shea up. You documented week. many shades, shades I, in the in the in the media land. I mean, it's interesting because I shot a piece for Shea Moisture. Right. A documentary documentary for Shea Moisture. And it was a lot of white girls in that video. Uh Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? So you seen it coming. No, not that I seen it coming. I understand, like you said, I know where they want to go. They want to get out the ethnic eye. They want to grow. They want to expand into, you know what I'm saying, mainstream. Right. You know what I'm saying? Moisture. What'd you say, Black? <laughs> Mainstream moisture. <laughs> I was say, I was saying moisture is universal. Moisture. Everybody needs moisture. You know what I mean? Well, that's what that now we're gonna talk about it, but that was my question. I said, unfortunately, we don't have any shades up here to really mm-hmm. give us the insight because what I want to know is what is the impact that Shea Moisture in particular as a product have on the on the uh on the hair that is significantly different from other products. And I kind of want to know now, right? Because mm-hmm. it seems to be like these white women are saying, "Hold on, now I had a, I had some struggle myself, mm-hmm. and Shea Moisture has impacted me." I'm curious to know what the impact is on either side of the aisle. Well, well, you know, that's two different two different things. You know what I'm saying? There are a lot of products out there that speak to that audience. There's a lot of products that these women use. I'm married to a, a Shea Butter woman myself. I, I, right. I got a nappy fro myself, so, you know, by default I use Shea Moisture like a mother. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I knew, I was using Shea Moisture before I knew I was using Shea Moisture. Right. When I went in to do the meeting with Shea Moisture, my wife was like, yeah, we know we got that in the bathroom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think the difference... Shout out to, to the women in the lives. <laughs> the women always are the forerunners <laughs> on the moisture that the, 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 oh. the, the health and beauty products. Hey, without them, boy, we'll be ashy. Yeah. Ashing. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing about it is is that you know Shea Moisture has a wide product line. You know what I'm saying? They expanded their product line very wide, so they have a lot of stuff. Right. So you know what I'm saying? It's not just one little cream and one little this or this two. It's a lot. They have shampoos. They got they got men's shit. They got out the shade. They all kind of shit. But again, I think the the problem with the ad, the problem is not with the product. You know what I'm saying? The ad came out, and it's an ad, and it was it wasn't written well. You know what I'm saying? If you write an ad, and your core consumer is yeah. a black girl from Brooklyn, mm. Team Natural, right? And then you got you know 
four white girls. Right. And one of the lines that one of the white girls deliver uh-huh. is, I feel like I've conquered the world. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was and talking about a hair. But I mean, whoa. It's bad when you have a black owned company <laughs> and you write an ad, you write an ad with a white girl saying, I feel like I conquered the world. But, but you know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't play well. And she said it was so much joy and, and zest. You know, she was very. And, you know, she was talking about yeah, a hair yeah, person. Oh, I feel but like I've conquered It's just like you missed the whole. It was like nobody sitting in the boardroom. It's kind of like with the Pepsi shit. Nobody said, hey, uh, that might not play well. We might, deaf. we might want to let the curly-haired girl say that one. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. Nah, that might not be believable. People won't believe that she conquered the world. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. You know what I'm saying? So uh, amongst all of the complaints that, you know what I'm saying, that are going on on Twitter, you know what I'm saying, on both sides of the fence, I think the ad was just a bad ad off the rip. You know what I'm saying? It just did not. It's one of them, them times where where you believe your marketing plan more than reality. Can Shea Moisture recover? Yes, they're going to recover. It's, you, you, just people still <laughs> using that shit right now. They need the you moisture. need the moisture. They're going to recover. It's just, I don't <laughs> when know. When you going to get your moisture? I don't know if, if, because, you know what I'm saying, you know. They have their marketing department is pretty much for all white women. Ooh. So, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like they're gonna they're gonna recover, but I don't know if they're gonna get the lesson off of this that, you know what I'm saying, that you have a core group of people and you can't just discard them, you know what I'm saying, when you wanna grow. You can't just disregard them when you wanna grow. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like, you know. D Lemon, you're not gonna be able to, to if you got a core group of people that watch you, that right? Understand that follow you, you're not gonna say fuck all them. I'm about just gonna do this one thing over here. Well, let me ask you a question, because that's my question again. Like I'm not as um, invest- I don't know enough about the situation. I know about Shea Moisture. Mm-hmm. I know that is definitely in the community. You know, right? But. And I would have never caught the, I feel like I conquered the world, had you not pointed that out. I don't, you, you know wouldn't have I mean? caught that if you heard that? Not if, I'm, first of all, I probably wouldn't have watched a Shea Moisture commercial that deeply. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, that's not even deep. That's that's surface. I guess. But see, my thing, I had you not said nothing, my thing was on the fact that there was white women in the Shea Moisture commercial. I was watching it kind of on mute. Right. I was like, ah, oh, okay. I see what right, right, the, right. I see what the disruptive shit is right here. Mm-hmm. That's what the thing is. I didn't even hear the part of yeah. I feel like I conquered the world. But my question is, can Shea Moisture not try to get some white money? That ain't, that's not the question. Because yes, of course you can. Okay, you could you could always go get some other money. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is, you can't shit on. You can't just. Eliminate your old audience and, and move to a new. But one. that's my. Was it a shit on? Because yeah. I felt like it was a fade. It was like one record they played. Yeah, they went yeah, with. Yeah. Nah, that was, shit was more than it wasn't yeah, a blend. Yeah. Goddamn, that shit was a. <laughs> Shea Moisture's how white. You, how you how you go from Reggae how you girl. go from Shea Butters Brooklyn girl as you say Afro punk you know what I'm saying right uh, everyday people blah 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 woke. black girl woke real black girl shit team natural. But and we, not have not one in the in 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 the ad. 
Nah, I hear that. When you when you do your blend, if you do your blend, yeah, have start off with your core, then do a little fade to you know what I'm saying, fade to white. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Five right. girls do th- you know what I'm saying? Do the light skin curly two two browns and then two whites. You know I, my saying? thing is okay. See, I, I hear that. I just think to your point. I think maybe the ad was tone deaf. It was a little clumsy. I don't know if it was a disrespect. Like if I seen if I seen like. Uh, <clears throat> Some white folks in a Dax ad, you know what I mean, or some Murrays or some shit. I'd be like, damn, they trying, they really trying to go white. They they reaching. Like I a, wouldn't feel assaulted. Though. I wouldn't feel like you don't use Dax. I mean, but I, or, you know what it is, and, 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 and uh, that's another thing. That, that's why I wish we had a shade here because I do feel like women invest a little bit more, even emotionally, with the products that they use. Right, because motherfuckers will buy some shit. They ain't that much brand loyalty. I mean, like for a woman who's using a lot of these products, right? Like I said, I ain't no woman, but I've used I've used these products because I have to. So have I. But let me ask you this. Let's to that point. Let me just ask <clears throat> before you go there. The narrative that's put on this, mm-hmm. right? Because it is a narrative, mm-hmm. right? It's this narrative of like I look at we was talking about like say for instance Bevel. Mm-hmm. Bevel is explicitly saying this is this is shaving tools for coarse and curly hair. Right. This is this is the you know y'all have been limited and marginalized to the ethnic needs aisle. This is for you, mm-hmm. black brothers and and people with kinky hair. This is for you. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it because they like explicitly say yo 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 this is for you. Now if you go over here and then you fucking with my man with a crew cut. Who ain't got no kinks or nothing. Now I feel like you abandoned your statement. I don't know. Again, like I'm not intimately with the interworkers of the message of the Shea Moisture. Man, you know. I know that they, you know what I mean? You know that ain't too many white people been fucking with Shea Butter at all. Chris, you use Shea Butter growing up? No, I don't. Oh, well, that's Shea Butter. Butter is a I've whole thing. The name of the company is Shea Moisture. I know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know Shea. that. When we say Shea Butter, you already know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm If I say the Neo Shades, you know what I'm talking about. We've been talking about the I mean, shades. The, word, the word Shea alone just makes you think of 125th Street, the little African market. And that's, I think that's where the dude started. Probably. On 125th Street. You know, that's what you think about the big old block of butter. Exactly. And, you know what I mean? Right. Wrapped in saran wrap. And, <laughs> that shit was good for you before they, yeah. they started talking about and holistic health. Questions. And, you know what I'm saying? Indirect answer. Is that Shea Butter? These dudes, number one, number one, the best Shea Butter. You know, they would give you the indirect. I see it. But my thing is, is it just a gross, sloppy crossover move trying to sell out? Or is it an insult? That's it's both. It's both. Mm. It's definitely they trying to move to bigger heights, of course. But it's definitely insulting to the core audience to just, like I said, totally disregard that they exist in this particular piece. That's that's all I'm saying. Like At the end of the piece, you see like a collage of women at the very end, and they have some dark-skinned women in there. But, but none throughout the whole piece was shown or said any words. So, you know... It's one of the mistakes that that companies make. Have you talked to your your wife about it? This nah, situation. N- n- well, we laughed about it. What <laughs> <laughs> it was like? <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like you know what I'm saying. It ain't no you know. Again, she not on social media like that, so she not getting invested with the you know back and forth, and she not a, a think piece writer. She you know what I'm saying she going about her day. But I will say this, you know what I'm saying. No understanding where the company wants to go. And they want to go there and 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 take over, and understanding how 
my experience working with them as far as what what uh, they wanted to deliver, mm-hmm. I could see how this this mistake was made because you know again sometimes you get into a point where you know where you want to go, you know what your marketing plans say, you know what your shareholders and your investors want, and you say fuck it, we just gonna go, you know what I'm saying? But then you catch the backlash from the people who been supporting your shit since it was just one product. And they need some representation on that board, probably. They need some representation in that marketing department, for real, though. Somebody's getting fired. Not really. Ain't nobody getting so? fired. Nah, because nah. they, they value they they value that, that switch Somebody more than they value hired. this backlash. I bet you that. They value that crossover more than they value this backlash. Because they might even have a meeting about the crossover. They're like, listen, Black Twitter's going to drag us. This will last about uh, 72 to... Uh, 96 yeah, hours. Right, 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 right. It's going to be intense. It's going to be worse than anything you felt, but uh, it may be for the best. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm and, not that, sh- and that could be how it went. And this is going to be a black man <coughs> telling his, his white colleagues, this is what's going to happen. It's going to affect me probably the most because I'm going to be the most in my feelings. You guys are a little disconnected. You don't even understand why we're tone deaf. I don't know. I'm tripping. Nah, man, but the black man owned the joint. That's what I'm saying. So it, but it that's a fuck. That's a damn shit. It ain't no. I mean, and I can't speak. I don't know what it is for real. But and I don't want you to say anything that like if you can't speak all the way on it. But it's I mean, no people of color on the marketing department if they got such a such a I mean, pure demo. I'm not sure who's in it now. It was one girl right. in it then. You know what I'm saying? They expanded. Somebody posted a picture from um, LinkedIn with with four different people, four of the senior people in marketing. Mm-hmm. It was all white girls. It was the same lady I worked with as the senior VP, mm-hmm. and then there was two new white girls that I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. But even when we were working on the project, the document, I'm gonna post that shit too so y'all can see it. Even mm-hmm. when we was working on that, you know what I'm saying? It's no, nah, it ain't a plug. I'm just saying, just so y'all can have a point of reference. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, you I get ain't gonna, confused too. I mean, Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like that's what ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get views and just slander off the slander, hey. but but. You know what I'm saying? It was it was still that that conversation of, hey man, this this might be a little too white. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they were like, we but, know. but even in that documentary, it was still from a curly hair perspective. Because the women that were talking all had mixed kids, black kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when you put it all together and they all telling their hair stories and shit, it's like, yo, bro, this uh this a little too white. So we actually ended up doing another another shoot another shoot day mm-hmm. and adding more black women to the mix and my wife is probably she the darkest one in there mm-hmm. so you know what I'm saying at that point that was a, a, you know what I'm saying that was a pushback like hey man she, this is not gonna work man. Right. you know what I'm saying at least from my perspective right. and you know we, we put it out and it you know it, it didn't get much slander but I don't think black Twitter was as strong a few years ago as it is today my question is and I'm curious I would like to see what happens will there be more protests beyond black Twitter and will the shades take a stand and make shea butter shea moisture like rectify this speak to this shit like cause I don't know you know they going hard let's they, see what they, happens they going hard right now they, they standing for it Shea Watch 2017. Shea Watch 2017. Just a lot of pain behind hair too, man. That's the other thing too. Yeah, and and that's the documentary we did. That's exactly what it was about. And you know, what I'm saying white women have pain in their stories too, but it's not the same when you 
have your own pain with your hair. Then go outside and motherfuckers got shit to say. And then you know, women getting then, fired then you, over their hair. You, know. you can't get a job because yeah. of this kind of hair. Correct. And then you know what I'm saying? You you know motherfuckers calling you nappy headed. They ain't got that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No matter how much they don't like their own hair, they don't have that. And their I think, struggles a little different. And, their hair might have been just a little too too. Blonde and flaxen. Yeah, because because yeah. because yeah, well, no, you know the the what's embedded in the, in the Shea Moisture you know community is that struggle we struggle and we're gonna love ourselves with and, our and hair. it's the same thing you said about Bevel you've been you know what I'm saying marginalized to the size, marginalized bamboozled and, let and, astray and I think that's what that's what sold them that's what made them right. successful and then now they like hey, hey, you know right we don't care the margins ain't making us the margins right <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. Fuck your margins <laughs> and your edges. So that's the problem with it. Like, you know, it, the, the product is about be proud of your hair, be proud of what you got, and we're going to give you the products to, you know, take pride in, in your hair type, you know. And then when they put an ad like that out, <laughs> you know, you get, you get pissed off, man. You get angry. You know what I mean? You get mad. You get mad. You I, get I mad. feel like I've conquered the world. I mean, that, you know. Yeah, that, was, that, that took it over the top. Shout out to the black women out here. And at man. least they could have written a portion where, you know, I don't know how they could have done it. I'm not a, in ads, advertising, but to have them say something like, you know, I know this feels weird saying this, but I feel awkward as a white woman talking about this. Nah, that's too breaking the fourth I don't know. Wall. I don't know what it <laughs> she is. Knows, she's not even in tune with that. Nah, she nah, read what's on the script. Yeah, you, can't, you, can't just, the script. you can't just not have, it's like a, it's like a bad episode where you they, something happened and they didn't talk about how they got to point X. Right. Like, you just going to skip out all that writing in between? Hey, we well, only got 30 seconds, player. Let's get it. <laughs> shout out to the black women, man. It's been it's it's been tough recently as far as just, you know, identity politics and shit. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was reading this uh, this uh, article in The Stranger by a woman, and I might pronounce her name wrong, Ijeoma Olu. She interviewed Rachel Dolezal, who is now going by... <clears throat> you ain't gonna. Ain't I'm gonna not even gonna right. pronounce. It. I'm not even gonna give it the justification of trying to pronounce it. But uh, it's pretty. It's uh, it's, I'm gonna put it up on the Facebook because it's it's pretty ill. Like the fact her her crux of her argument is race is a social construct, which we kind of touched on at one point. Or race is a social construct, and for black people to get upset about her claiming her blackness, it's really on them because they are uninformed about the fluidity and the fact that the propaganda of race being a social construct, unfortunately, they're not informed enough to grasp that it's a bit more fluid than they think. So unfortunately, due to your ignorance, I'm still black on your black ass. Hey, and hey. that's that's how it's gonna be. Hey, hey, I mean, I mean, Vlad, you may be able to speak to it a little. little yeah, boy, more I think than me. I think identity has a residue to it. You know, the fact that I speak Spanish, right, is it's a it's a residue of Columbus landing on Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. and me being being not be able to say, oh yeah, como está. No. That's a history of colonization that I have that's been osmosis or bequeathed to me. Mm-hmm. And you can't study that. That's not something you like. I have things in me that I don't even realize have been passed down to me culturally and and historically by my parents and by my parents and my grandparents right. that I'm not, I'm not even aware of. Right. But like like when a, a real dark skinned Dominican that looked like D Lemon mm-hmm. says that they're not black. Oh yeah, that's they're, a, they're white. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, you mean I know black? Like so, you know what I'm saying? I I, I tend to think 
Rachel Dolezal might have a, a strange kind of point in that respect. Not that I like either one of the, mm-hmm. the conversations, because, you know, my, my stepmother's Dominican, and she has her sister's dark, and she has a couple of, like, darker-skinned people in her family that, like... I knew there was something real... I knew something... I'm not, you and I had. I'm not, I'm not black. I'm Hold not. on now. Let me... Let me say something really fast, though, real quick. First of all, uh, update. <laughs> Shea Moisture has uh, spoken to the controversy on the Shea Moisture Facebook... It's real talk with Shea Moisture. This is, uh, wow. Okay. So, guys, listen. We really fucked this one up. They ain't say fuck. They said F this one up. Uh, problematic that they say so, guys. I think this is mostly women here being mm-hmm. affected. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> please know that our intention was not and would never be to disrespect our community and as such, we are pulling this piece immediately because it does not represent what we intended to communicate. <laughs> you guys know that we have always stood for inclusion in beauty and have always fought for our community and given them credit for not just building our business, but for shifting the beauty landscape. And it goes on and on and right, on and right, on right. and on. So somebody jumped in, jumped up there, and uh, they had, I mean they had to, but you know what I'm saying. That's something a little they, bit of damage control. Yeah, they had to stop the shit, to stop the bleeding. Well, we didn't think they did. Two seconds ago, we kind of felt like it was going to just die down, maybe. No, I mean I, I I knew that the I'm talking about the people, not not what. Did they, you think this was going to come I, out? I had seen that already. Oh, okay, pardon. I but but I, I I was talking about the people. I don't know how far. The shade's gonna take it. Right. You know yeah, we're gonna see what the shades have to <laughs> Cause say. Because the shades are already poo pooed that. You love saying, I can tell you love saying that the shades, what the shades have the to shades. say. The shades. That's Ali's. That's Ali's slang. <laughs> what the shades. Say <laughs> butter. He loves saying that, man. You can tell you love nah, saying nah. that. He dig it. When I first got to Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? The shades was real. The shades. Because that's when you had to. That's when you had to go get your shave from a, a person. Like you know. That's what, what I'm saying. It was the African dude with the with the with the or, with the wrap on it. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or a black girl with dreads. You yeah. Know what I'm and you had to ask him instructions. How do you prepare this? And they give you the whole like system where you're gonna do X Y Z first, and then you know. <laughs> I guess I already seen it coming. Like shea butter is shea butter. Mm-hmm. There ain't nothing. There's nothing more uncut, more raw, more pure than shea butter. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when I see they doing a shea moisture, I seen a dilution already. I see they trying to hybrid it out. They trying to, I'm trying to go mass. Right. You know what I mean? So it never really surprised me that shea moisture was looking for more than just Fort Green Park. No, nah, no, nah, we knew that. We 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 knew that they were they were trying to get Target. They were trying to get Walmart. Now we want off the ethnic ethnic aisle. We want into the mainstream aisle. Yeah, everybody want to grow. You know what I'm saying? But you know sometimes that pivot ain't as you gotta it's, you gotta be you gotta have more finesse with your pivot. Yeah, you could have even had like a like a I'm I'm just me and bad version brainstorming. Just women of color talking about the importance of moisture in your hair. And just saying how moisture across the board is just good for the scalp. Right. And let that message play out. It's no difference, no difference than when Empire did well on uh, on network TV. It wasn't marketing to a certain demographic. The shit just did well. Right. And they were like, you know what? We're gonna get into the season, we're gonna do a spin-off. Nah, but when you when you start when you get in that boardroom and you start thinking about what's fly, what 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 can we do to to jump over to the fly aisle? You know what I'm saying? Then you start making shit up that ain't real. You just start coming up with shit. Same with Carol's daughter. You know what I'm saying? They came, you know what I'm saying, with the with the fly models and shit and yeah, with the Jada, Jada, up, upgraded shops and shit. Wasn't Jada Pinkett one of their spokespeople? Well, Jada, Jada Pinkett was cool, but then they had they had some white models and all that doing for doing uh, Carol's daughter. You know what I'm saying? Because they wanted, you know, Steve Stout wanted to get it fly. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you know, they still around. They know they ain't they ain't not as strong in the community as they was, but they mm-hmm. still around. So mm-hmm. maybe it might have worked. I don't know. Well it goes back to what you and I talked about earlier, like many, many months ago about telling your story. Like not trying to massage it for a for a specific audience. Mm-hmm. Just tell your story. Right. And if it's a good story, it's gonna sell. Right. But then it, you got a good story, but then you got, you know what I'm saying? If you got four white ladies that's in charge of telling your story. They might tell it in a way where they may feel most comfortable hearing it themselves, as opposed to what the actual what will build on the actual community that you already have, and then take it to the next place. You remember when they interviewed Denzel about Fences, and they asked him, "Was it important to have a black director?" And Denzel, Denzel, I forget what he said, but he was something along the lines of like, "There's a cultural significance to having a black director for this, mm-hmm. because there's a cultural understanding that you have on how to deliver certain messages." And I think to what you were saying is like. They're looking at it as numbers and cents. Yeah, they're looking at it that mo- as money. As money. Man. They're not looking at it like, oh, there's a cultural component to this, you know, right. it's a spiritual, this balance sheet. It, yeah. I mean, it, like you say, D. Lemon said, like, this, you know what I'm saying? People put spiritual value on getting that hair together, man. This more than, this This bigger than, you know what I'm saying, just moisture. Yeah. This is, this is you know what I'm saying, identity. This is culture. This is, you know what I'm saying, this is historical shit. I mean, I know I got a number of uh, women of color that used to twist their hair to Erica Badu with some, you know, grapefruit yeah, essence some, you know in the background. Saying, go, you know what I mean? Go, you know what I'm saying? Guys going to get their little twist to grow their yeah, with man. beeswax. D, you was in the middle of that down in Atlanta. Oh, five points crew. I was walking around in uh, Fort Greene. I was around. I was in the in that you know shit. I was walking around all in that. Had bees, have, huh? I, now I never had bees, but I with, did have an onk. You know what I'm saying? With, 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 <laughs> I your, did have an onk. What you, what you was hanging your onk on? Oh, no, I got a gold chain. Oh, a gold chain. chain with yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, yeah, I was still <laughs> you, trying to, yeah, I was still trying to. You was to Neo Shea it, back yeah, then. I was trying to live in both worlds. <laughs> Neo you know Shea. Shit. Yeah, but, uh. You wearing oils and shit. I didn't, yeah, I did a low blue now. I didn't go too hard. I didn't go with a, with a. With a twill vest with no shirt underneath. I ain't go that far. <laughs> Look, Dr. You know Seuss, what I'm saying? You ain't go Dr. Seuss on him. I ain't go Dr. Butch, Seuss on Butch Lewis, you know what I mean? You know what Butch mean? Lewis had the no, the no shirt on with the jacket. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, but, but you know, yeah, I like it. I appreciate the culture, and I feel as though I, I mean, it, to your point, it smacks of a company that is has gotten disconnected from their core, and they got to figure that shit out. They got to say, "Yo, we can't have this no more. We need somebody in here that speaks for the demo." Right. You know what I mean? Like if we. And we got to figure out, if we trying to make that pivot, we got to have some patience with it and be a yeah. little bit more subtle. You got to be have and a little finesse like, to it. And then, like, dog, man, like, people forget that, like, especially in the, you know, the community of colored hair, like, these recipes have taken a long time to be discovered. You know what I mean? A lot of trial and error was done. You know what I mean? A lot of different experiences of, of combing and, 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 you know, burning your hair and then getting, trying to grow it back. Like, it's recipes, like, I remember, you know, I have friends with mayonnaise and honey, and then to just kind of say, hey, you know, it's for everybody. It's like, hold on for a second. Wait a minute. I had to go through struggle to get these these notes right. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and I guess, you know I mean? Not, not to beat this horse all the way down to the ground, but, you know, now the question is, are y'all changing the formula? Because, you know, what's for them ain't really for this. Right. You know what I'm saying? If that's the case, we could go buy a motherfucking, um, you know, Paul Mitchell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, But, you know, that's why I always, on another note, I always want like a good, I wish we had a good black box store. You know how they got the big box stores like Target and Walmart, and then there'll be every so often there's this whole That's thing. Hilarious. Black folks, we need to stop fucking with Target. We need to stop fucking with Walmart just to let them know to flex mm-hmm. 
But every so often in the in the in the movement, you might want to buy you know a bunch of waters for the low. <laughs> Maybe they need to have like a Jerome's or some shit, like a black box store that just caters to the community. Oh, Maybe boy, we gotta start man. catering to our community a little That's bit more. That's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? There's lot lorries everywhere, lorries and and, and uh, <laughs> all kinds of. We committed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Committed moisture. <laughs> we are committed to you. <laughs> Let's see. Yo, I told we go oh, steady. Man, that's hilarious. Write your name on the bottle. This is me. And now I'm fucking with like you. It'd, anyway. it'd be like Costco, like the membership fee you got paid for. I just, you know, stay. I could be cynical because at the end of the day, we all know, or we should all understand, as as romantic as it gets and as as deeply as it could be felt with people who fuck with your your culture or play to your culture and create a narrative that's like we celebrate you. If it's still in the intent to sell a product, there is some commercialism. There's some there's some capital gain to be you know that's that's being sought. So when when sometimes when they do some shit that's like oh that was offensive, I could understand being offended, but I'm not always surprised. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like but, but they try to get money in this get money society, this capitalist society. The consumer got a voice now, like a motherfucker. They so, always right. So when you when you when you do it, mm-hmm. it's at your own risk. You know what I'm saying? Because you run the risk of getting drugged. Everybody right. getting drugged, man. They they can't wait to drag a motherfucker. That's the man. new. That's <laughs> the new. That's the new question of the meeting. Like, what's your demo's uh, Twitter use? You know what I'm saying? What, what do they do? What, you know what I'm saying? What's your kite? What's your kite score? Your, your clout score. Your clout yeah. score is shit. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Get your customer service up, cause. That's that's the whole that's that's all this shit is about now. If you're trying to make dollars, you got to make them customers right. And it's true. And even now, more so than ever, you know, with United and then Pepsi, you know, you could literally lose some business. If you if will you, lose it, business, you know, if you're not, uh, I, I you know, I fly American. And it well, was United super was nice. beating motherfuckers up. They was ripping and they was that was some UFC shit. American had some shit the other day. Yeah, this dude, what they do? What the dude pushed a pregnant woman. No, he, he said no. She had a baby. Oh, she had a baby. Sorry, she, she had, had a baby. baby it was a live. Arm. It was a live baby. I apologize. It wasn't an incubator. It was a, it it was was a baby in her arm. He snatched the stroller from her and kind of bumped, rustled the baby. Ooh. And then another passenger, was an older dude, he about sixty. He's like, "You do that to me, I lay you flat." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then the. No, I, I still call him a stewardess because yeah. in this case he was a stewardess. <laughs> Why in this case? Because he, he was a old dis- disrespectful uh, ass sucker. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He was uh, a stewardess. So go ahead. So, go <laughs> so ahead. he come. Come on, come on, hit me there, hit me. It was it was crazy. Oh, right? he was trying to be. Yeah, he was beefing like you. You know what I'm saying? Be humble. Do your job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He he backed up though. He 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 backed up, but my man got up out of seat like what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna lay you flat. Yeah. <laughs> you do that to me, I'm gonna lay you flat. <laughs> and he was in the window seat, so he had to get up and cross so the aisle. He got up, cross the aisle. You know, now, now, you know, then, it's, you know it's bad when the first class motherfucker had to get up. It was the first class. Oh, it was the first, first class. class. Yeah. You know, that's the first row. You know what I mean? He had, he had, he had a little champagne. <laughs> yeah, and he, had his, he had his Rolex on, yeah. champagne. I will lay you flat. And then I love, I love the stewardess because he was like, go ahead, when hit me. the 1% enters the struggle. You know the, 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 stewardess said, the stewardess said, go ahead, hit me. Go ahead, hit me. And then he said, you don't even know the story. You don't even know the story. He was like, there's no no reason you should hurt a baby. That's what he said. He's like, I don't care about the story. I don't give a fuck about the story. There's no reason you should hurt a baby. Man, that shit was cr- you but don't see, even know the story. But see, that was the- you don't even know. Now, you don't even know the story. Shit. Now, 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 D, yeah. you heard the story, right? Now, if that one percenter right. was a black man getting up, oh, forget about it. 
They would have shot him. They would have shot his ass. They let him go all the way wild. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I've seen Kung that. Kung Fu Joe on the yeah. stewardess. Well, you know, that's a different story. That's you know a different saying? narrative. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, when they going to arrest this motherfucker here? But let me ask you a <laughs> question. I, hate this, I mean, just to call, I mean, just, yeah, it was like a, you know, if it was a dude from like the block, like, yo, my man, don't, don't put hands, you know what I mean? Right. Because <laughs> well, let me ask you that. That's the question I want to know. You say this guy was a 60 year old guy. Was he actively 60 or was he just 60 he, speaking up? Because he, he's pripped like he this. Moved, he, he, moved. Got up he got up to whip ass. He got up to whip ass. He put his hands and on And how was the stool? What was the uh, flight attendant's uh, age, weight? He was like, he was like, he was like 40. Now, nah, you, know, you know, he probably was like 47. Okay, so it could have been. Short, you know, bald head. head. It could have gone either low, way. Low, low, okay. low. Nah, he would have got it. He probably would have got it. A little front flight. Back. The 60 would have got nah, the, the knockout? The 60 would have knocked his. Yeah, I think he would have got it. Absolutely, yeah. 60 would have won. He wasn't no little dude. He wasn't no little joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had more reach. You know what I mean? and, okay, and, and he was already ready to go. Because my question Stewart is, Stewart was on the back pedal. He was on the. Now, yeah, come on, hit me. You don't even know the he story. Ain't no problem. He you don't no know problem. the because story. Because he, he had the police on his side. Police was right there. You know what I'm saying? He hit me. They be wanting that. They go hard. They them airplane people are real tense and quick. To <laughs> no, the airplane people not. <laughs> yeah, them, them motherfuckers is quick to get you yeah, up out of there. Because they know. You know what I'm saying? But, they know they got the whole gang. They got a gang on their side, man. Okay, I was just curious because now, now had he if he beat up the sixty year old too, he oh, beat up yeah. the baby and the sixty. Would that have been foul or would the 60, I mean he would have been he would have been protecting that. himself? You know what I'm saying? In that case, okay. the sixty year old he called the fight. Like, okay, I'll lay you flat. Reason I ask that is because sometimes the optics, which is a very uh, popular it's, word, now. exactly. People love the optics. This is what this conversation is about. The optics. The, the this optics. is all this shit is about. I saw some very ignorant shit on World Star this week. I'm not sure I sent you guys. Yeah, the you link. sent that ignorant shit. <laughs> I'm not sure if you saw. I'm like, why are you even watching this shit? Because that's my question. My question. What made you press? What made you press? We've all been on World Star within the last three months. That was my question. We've no, all been on World was Star. Was it? Was it late night? You couldn't sleep. You were like, let me go see some. No, ignorance. actually, it popped up. I think some... it popped up on the. No, it did. I think it. It might have popped up on World Star. I was gonna say it popped up on Instagram, but it did pop up on Instagram later. But it popped up on World Star. I go to World Star. Well, what is this video? Tell so I'm gonna us, tell you. So this down. is a video. It's very ignorant. See, the thing about World Star that I could appreciate is World Star always answers that question. Uh, is there any limit to ignorance? You know what I mean? Like, have you seen the most ignorant shit you think you've ever seen in your life? Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Keep <laughs> clicking. So now there's a World Star video of two young girls, both in hoodies fighting now one girl is in a wheelchair <laughs> and the girl was that was that in the screenshot is it a screenshot of course it was it was probably in the in the whole heading no that's the thrust that's the plot of the video so but there's a girl in a wheelchair i don't know what how how far along her condition if she can't if she's powerless she's in a wheelchair she's wheelchair bound and she's talking I don't know how shit. far along because i don't know if she was I don't know if she was new to the chair because she was speaking like she wasn't in a chair. That's what I'm saying. She's in a wheelchair and she's approaching this young girl and she's talking slick. Like, yo, what was that? The girl was rolling up on her. No pun intended. She's in a wheelchair. <laughs> and she was like, yo, what was that shit you was talking? You talking all that shit? What's good now? And she rolled up and she she made, she made grabbed the girl, the, the able-bodied girl. The girl wasn't in a wheelchair. And the girl who was standing <laughs> gave that wheelchair girl 
quite a few hits to the head. <laughs> I mean, like, she, she gave was, she up. lumping up, too. She hit her with it some was, percussion. Was, I think somebody at the end, I think, I think a girl at the end of the video who cut it off, she was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's been ridiculous. That's why he turned the camera on mine. And thank you for keeping it all in frame. But I got to ask you. Look, there's privilege, you know what I mean? And there's things that there's lines to cross yeah. and there's lanes to stay in. Mm-hmm. If you in a wheelchair and you popping shit and you get your ass whipped. Is hey it man, it's, it's all fair, man. I think oh, okay. I think I think a shit talker know that know what come with shit what talking. What can happen? I think a shit talker know. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, we don't know her her status in the wheelchair community, right? You know what I'm saying? She might be a temporary wheelchair person, right? Because I've that has happened. I've you know what I'm saying come across a temporary wheelchair situation before in my life, so. <laughs> We don't know if she was just temporary and just popping her new usual pop off. I say the nigga hop up out of wheelchair <laughs> and and do Mayweather footwork. It, the whole shit was a ruse. I almost crashed my car driving down Second Avenue one day, and I just see this motherfucker doing the wheelchair. See somebody fucking with him, and I'm driving my car, and I just see him hop out the fucking wheelchair. And oh man, the shit was crazy. It is a humbling experience, though. I imagine for the for the young lady in the wheelchair. You know, it's one of those things where you go home and you go. I gotta learn how to use my words. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta learn how to use these. <laughs> I gotta learn how to use my dialogue. <laughs> I gotta be a left. Yeah, I gotta, maybe, maybe yeah. she ain't never got lumped up before. Nah, that's what I'm saying. That's that what I'm saying. The that's what the people was like. Chill, chill. It, it didn't even look like she had any wheelchair techniques to the. You that's know what, what I mean. Because usually, you know what I'm saying. Somebody in the wheelchair or or. You know what I'm saying? We we had this we had this one cat Willie in our neighborhood. He had the one arm. I love that Willie. You know what I'm saying? He had the little short arm on the right side. Right. Then he had the this real strong. He had a super strong ass bionic arm. Hey Willie, come open his jaw. Willie, open his jaw, goddamn it. Oh shit. It always every year it's always one motherfucker that Willie. wanna try Willie. Willie, uh-huh. the the window stuck. Willie! And Willie take that one bionic arm. And whoop a motherfucker ass, get a motherfucker hooked up uh, in the head. Willie, come pick up this casket, Willie. Man, Willie. please. <laughs> One man, Paul Barrow. Man, please. That man. <laughs> Willie, Willie whooped your ass. That shit with like that, an entree. With that one arm, boy. Yeah, so, but she ain't, ain't look like she had no none of the, the wheelchair no, techniques. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's she, what I'm saying. She might have been newer temporary. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, hey, tow this truck, goddammit. it! Get over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I first when I graduated, I went to uh, before I went to FAMU, I went one semester at mm-hmm. Miami Dade Community College, mm-hmm. and it was this girl there. You know what I'm saying? We all be in the breeze wave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me, this cat, Bam, Marvin Dixon, mm-hmm. and then you know it was always a bunch of girls around, and then it was uh, two sisters. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then one sister, she was real fine. You know what I'm saying? Then she had, and it was the other sister, she was in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They look kind of just alike, but you know what I'm saying? One was in a wheelchair. Right. And the one was in a wheelchair, you know what I'm saying? She always, you know, be laughing in my face and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, ah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? That was my first time being confronted with that that situation. <laughs> that, that, like, oh, she was snapping on you. Not snapping on me. Like, she was like liking on me. Oh, okay. So she said she was laughing in your nah, face. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, she, she was hit on you? Like, yeah, hey, she was liking on oh, me and shit. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but you know what I'm saying? I had to go and think. Like, How she look? 
I mean, she was straight. You know, like, wait, but let me finish. Mm-hmm. She was, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, man, I can't really holler at no chick in a wheelchair. You know, you you, you 17, you still vain. vain. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's tough. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know they're going to say some slick you, shit. You call yourself going for fresh and shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. So I, I just couldn't do it, my nigga. I couldn't do it. And then I went to found. Then I came home one summer. And obviously, she was a temporary wheelchair person. Mm. I was up in Miami Nights one night. Mm-hmm. Ran into her and her sister, and she is finer than a mother. Because now, she, when you when you see her out of the chair, she about five. She five ten. And then the whole thing was oh, a the vapors. The whole thing was a track um, injury. Mm-hmm. She had a track injury, so she was temporary in the wheelchair. And I was, you know, what I'm saying, motherfucker looked at me like. Whatever, nigga. Oh, dude, you, <laughs> but you know the you know the kind of love you could have gotten if you hadn't messed with her in the man, wheelchair. Listen, man, um, but you know, right? <laughs> you know what I mean. See, that's he's why, been he's been with me since. You know right, what I mean? Right. That's, that's why you gotta watch your motherfucking. Um, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You gotta watch your, You know. How you discriminate? I just picture you doing, you doing reconnaissance. Excuse me. You know if that chair is temporary? That's what I'm trying to ask. Like, see, do you let her volunteer that, or a what's a smooth you... way that you find out? Like, nah. so how'd you? Because do you? Is it rude to be like, what, what's, you what, know, what's what going on? But that's when you, you know, what I'm saying when you really try. You know, what I'm saying I would have had to get to know her, dog. I, I wasn't. I ain't try. <laughs> I ain't got no regrets, but I'm that's just a, saying that's a, that's a situation of a temporary wheelchair moment. Oh man, that's God testing you right there, guys. Like, let me see yeah, what he's he like, gonna do. Motherfucker here, don't know the game. Don't, let me see what he's gonna do. That is yeah. hilarious. Young and dumb, man. You cannot write stuff like that, dog. <laughs> Shit. All this talk has made me hungry. Uh, Blue Apron. Shout out to Blue Apron. They are sponsoring the podcast today. And uh, this week, all of that. They're sponsoring the podcast this week. Uh, I'm the only person in the studio right now that's uh, that's been cooking with blueberry. I just cooked some uh, some chili last night, like a spicy mole chili. It's pretty good. It was good as hell. It was actually something, some flavors I probably wouldn't even have thought to consider. I always say this week after week, it 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 broadens your horizon of what you would thought to eat. Like they they had some Chef carrots. Limon. And some carrots chopped up in the thing, and I, you know, I like a good carrot, but I haven't, I don't think I've ever chopped up a carrot to put in a dish. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was good. It was good. It was good. Good flavor. Anyway, <laughs> that's a lengthy testimonial. Uh, let's get to what we must read. Uh, <clears throat> check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com/slash/conversation. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash conversation. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I've been cooking, by the way. Oh, you been cooking? Yeah, I got it. That's I gotta, why you should try this Blue Apron. I'm well, trying no, to tell you. So I don't know what I cook. Is I, use a, I use a pressure cooker now. Oh, goodness. And I made some salmon. And that pressure cooker, boy, you can cook salmon. like You can cook tons of chicken breasts in like 12 minutes. What are you doing all what you how much what you mean bunch of chicken breasts? So my mom and I my mom came to the crib on Sunday and we bought about six chicken breasts? In LA or here? here I came here this weekend. Uh-huh. I, my, my dad bought a pressure cooker too based on my recommendation. Uh-huh. Put the chicken breasts in that thing. Dude, like eighteen minutes we cooked about six chicken breasts. What big old ones. Let me I don't even know enough about pressure cooker. Let me tell you, because when I was growing up, somebody that my family knew 
the damn pressure cooker exploded, fucked that whole shit up. And that became like, I don't even know if it was an urban legend or somebody. My mother had the same story. My mother had the same story. Everybody had a story about these pressure cookers exploded. So pressure cookers was not even an option. Mm -hmm. So what exactly is the pressure cooker experience and why? So the pressure cooker now, they're digitized now. So they have a way of monitoring the amount of pressure that builds up into the machine versus, it was not like an old school one, but you just, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shit. Like a pipe bomb. So it has you know the functions of the buttons, but you're cooking chicken, meat, whatever you want, beef, it just press the button and it cooks it. Yeah. And what happens is that it uh you put a cup of water in there, put your meat, ingredients, stew, whatever you're making, rice, whatever it is, and then it, it boils the water, but it keeps the steam in. Right. So it raises it to like two hundred something degrees. Right. And because it's steam infused, everything cooks super, super quick. Really? Very easy to clean. You don't gotta use oils, just cook it cook it dry if you want because just water in there. So it's like steamed chicken. It's like steamed chicken. But also, before you steam it, you can also uh, like graze that graze uh, graze. You can like uh, season it, season it. But also, you can just cook it at, cook it uh, without oh, any water. Sear it a little bit. Sear a little bit, and then and then and then uh, pressure cook it. I made I made some beef in this and beef stew. Fall, I mean, so tender, man. It was delicious. It was like I recommend it, dude. It's easy to clean, and I, I cook. I used that cook for like three days. Yeah, man. Interesting. I, you know what I'm saying? Ever since they've been using pressure cookers to do bombings and shit, I don't fuck with them shits. <laughs> Oh, they do use the a Boston bu- Boston Marathon, that shit that blew up in New York last right. year. All that shit was pressure cookers. Yeah, I'm like, nigga, Ali Muhammad don't want to fuck with no pressure right. cooker, man. <laughs> if you do, pay in cash. Listen, man. Don't buy that shit with your card. But, but I do, you know what I'm saying, all this newfangled shit I don't be fucking with too tough. But, you know what I'm saying, them, um, we got a, I don't know where the fuck we got this rice cooker from. We got a rice cooker from somewhere. Uh-huh. It was a gift, I think. And then I tried that shit. That shit is on point. I'm telling you, man. You know Super <laughs> easy. Just, Super. I got a rice cooker too. You know what I'm saying? You just throw that shit in there. Walk away. You know Not yet. Before, you know what I'm saying? You be in that bitch stirring rice like grits. Yeah, rice take a long time. Man, Unless you get the minute rice. Yeah, but then it's tricky to keep it from sticking and all that. You know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta have a finesse with that rice. And again, you make the rice cooker. You got rice for like two, three days. You just reheat it, and you got food for days. That in the pressure cooker, you good to go. Right, right, I hear what y'all saying. No doubt. I, I, mean, I hear what y'all saying. I mean, I'm not. I'm not so, but I, I'm sure somebody. What you? What you, to, you? You a pan fry guy? What I'm you? a pan fry guy. I like a good pan fry. I don't like a whole lot of food. Like I don't like cooking. It sounds cool in theory to be like, yo, I'm gonna cook all this chicken. I'm gonna have chicken for the week. I'm gonna dice up this chicken. Da 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 da. Food after a day or two, two days, I'm done with it. Like, I, if a whole bunch of shit, I got, because now I got to contend with it. Now I'm eating this shit from Wednesday. It's like, ah, right, I got to fucking get through this yeah. shit. I just eat for the moment and then make another dish <laughs> right, for the that's, moment. That's, that's, that's how I'm living. No, I'm not, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got, but you got, you got kids. You got kids, kids man. You got, got a different situation. A bunch of, I'm like a cafeteria cook around that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm doing some. What's some good food? Okay, that's a good question because you probably know best. What's some good food that holds for a few days and gets better? Like, you know how chili gets better. Are there any things that you cook in bulk? That you swear by that people should fuck with. I don't. I don't do that. I don't cook in bulk. I cook enough for all these everybody to eat. You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot of. You know people. what I'm saying? It's just you know it's five people, so right. I cook. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times, I, when I make spaghetti, it's always some leftovers that they enjoy the next day. Surprisingly, I tried some new shit this weekend because I like um I like a Reuben. You know what I'm saying? I like a good Reuben from the deli. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Corn beef. You know what I'm saying? Situation. Right. So I always see the corn beef in the <clears> store. <throat> 
and be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? How the fuck you do that? Right. I yeah. never fucked with The block with of corn Yeah, beef. the big shit. You know right. what I'm saying? So I was like, you know what? I was feeling froggy one day. Mm-hmm. And I went in there, I jumped at it and got it. You know what I'm saying? And then I let it sit for a couple of days. Like, you know what I'm saying? I read the shit and it's like three hours. I'm like, ah. Right. Whatever I done got myself into. But I was like, fuck it. Saturday I did it. I put the shit in the pot. You know what I'm saying? Made it up. Seasoned it up. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it looked weird as fuck. It looked a little gray. Yeah, it looked gray, pink and shit. He's like, man, this shit, I think I fucked this up. Right. Took it out, sliced that shit. That shit was just like the goddamn thing. Hilarious. I'm like, oh, shit. Change the game. Change the game. And then my kids fuck with it. So it was like, this is this is delicious. What is this? I'm like, it's corned beef. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So we carved on that, you know what I'm saying, for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? They tore that shit up. That's a good, that is a good win. When you could replicate what you get from outside in your yeah. house, when you figure out you figure out the cheat code, you're like, wait a minute, this should taste just like it, and it's cheaper. It's a wrap. Did you did you make the make the Reuben sandwich at home? Yeah, I made me a sandwich. I made motherfucking corned beef hash, and I'm, I hate. I grew up hating corned beef hash. I, I told y'all that story. Yeah, you saying yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. out the can, right? Yeah, out the can, cause my mom came up on the whole shit out the can. We was eating on that shit every day for a month. Shout out to Hormel. You know what I'm saying? So I I wouldn't even fuck with no corned beef hash. Right. Until I ate the real shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was in New York. I was a grown ass man in New York and ate some real shit from a deli. I'm like, oh, this shit is delicious. Different. You know what I'm saying? So I did the corned beef hash shit at the crib. I was I was, I got it in. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? What you cooking? So you pressure cooker, rice cooker, you rice got, cooker. What you cooking? What's your uh, go to? I pressure cook it, and then also I got a nice little nonstick frying pan. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. I got like I went to uh, Sir La Table. Mm-hmm. That's why I shop at now for my products. You know what I mean, what's the shit called? Sir La Table. Sir La Table. Yeah, yeah, Sir La table. Table. Some pinky finger shit. Yeah, some you know some uh, some fancy. You know, you walk in there. Hey, people got on, people got on aprons yeah. for no reason. You know what I mean? Can so I get, ahead, can so I get a brass you? pressure cooker? Got like a nice right. eighty dollar. Uh, Pants, nah, Let me stick. get my water bottle that, that hit me via Bluetooth. You know I mean? Tell me, nigga, keep drinking. I'm good on the oatmeal, man. I'm a good oatmeal dude, man. Okay, but what you cooking when you got a guest over? Like, what's a real nigga entree? don't have no guests. I mean, you know, I got, you know, I got, man. Uh oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I got if I, if I'm, if somebody's coming over and I gotta make something, what would I make for them? Um, you know, I got, I got a, uh, I could do a nice little, uh, nice little steak. You know what I mean? Get it pan fried both sides, little salt pepper, uh-huh. nice little arugula salad. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, that's probably what I would do if someone's going. I make a steak. Make a steak. What if, what if she vegan? Ooh, I mean that's a tough conversation, man. I'm, I'm gonna tell her to you know bring uh, BYOF. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> you ain't even gonna try, <laughs> man. Listen, I I uh, there was a vegan strip club in Portland. Uh, what I just, does that I mean? Just, I just, that's what I said. I just got back from Portland. And apparently it's a vegan strip club. It's called the Diablo. And uh Devil don't like no shit like that's that. That's what I'm saying. I was like, the devil like vegan? Is he like, you know what I mean? So they got vegan food and strip Vegan club? food. The whole thing is vegan. Vegan food, vegan desserts, and uh Vegan strippers? Vegan strippers. Uh, that I don't know. I did inquire about that. I said, you know, is, is, is it real? Strippers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> real thin. <laughs> Thigh gap. Because <laughs> I called D about like, you've been to Portland. And D was like, yeah, I was swung by there. And then, uh, so I'm asking around Portland. And it, Portland apparently per capita has the most amount of strip clubs per capita. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that Nike effect. So, Could be, just do it. <laughs> speaking of, even that, even the vegan strip club, I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. You know what I mean? Right. So, so you went? I did not go to the vegan strip club. What strip I feel club like they wouldn't have enough to? energy. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they ain't gonna climb the pole like motherfucker that could eat little chicken and some rice. You cut the song short? Yeah. Like, that's on a poke chop. Exactly. But <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe that cardio game might even be better. Maybe yeah, they man. got that Kenyan energy. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so you saying. Kenyan energy. <laughs> vegan, <laughs> my menu's like that. Up, you know? man, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm good for. Uh, I'm good for a good restaurant, man. You know, I'll find a good spot, take a lady out. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I'll do. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not a big cook, but I know where to take you for a good meal. Nice okay. little conversation. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. All right. All right. So if your steak don't work, you know how to motherfucking make a reservation. Oh, hell yeah. I'm good with that. Open table? Forget about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. I, I'm not a big cook, but I know how to take you out. Yeah, that's what's up. Good for that. You know what I mean? I make I make that make everything. Every, everybody always, you know, what I'm saying one of the things. L. A. has good, great weather, mm-hmm. bad traffic, right? But they always say that the dating shit in L. A. is weird. I've always heard. What's that. your experience with that? I think the conversation around relationship in L. A. is is this is me just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. For the most part, a lot of the people in L. A. are uh, imports. They've been brought in. You know, very few natives in that LA area, at least where I'm at. So what happens is Hollywood area. So what happens is that everyone's trying to get their opportunity, and I think for a lot of people they associate opportunity with independence, and I got to get mine. Mm -hmm. So the very conversation of dating is weird. It's like I don't want to get too tied down because then I can't work on what I got to do. Right. You don't don't want nobody telling them they can't go to this. Yeah, and there's a thing of like, who are you? What are you doing? How do you benefit me? Right. How are you not going to drag me down? You know, that kind of thing. Right. What's your reputation? Because, you know what I'm saying, do I need to be seen with you? Exactly. Perfect perfect, uh, point. Yeah. Who is this guy? Is it going to add value to me walking walking around with him? Can he get me free into different places? You know, X, Y, Z. What kind of car does he drive? All that, all that stuff, man. Right, right, right. So. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds, you know, what I'm saying intense. You know, glad so. I ain't on the dating scene in L.A., in New York, or nowhere else. Yeah, I guess, I guess, because L.A. seems like it's such a destination city too. It's like everybody for it seems like for the same thing. So many people go in there to get into entertainment and blow up, right? And I'm sure there's more shit to do out yeah, of there. Of course, than that. it is. But like New York. I mean, maybe finance is a destination, but New York is a destination for so many different things that it's not so homogenous. It's not the same fucking people. Like, yeah. oh, the same kind of conversations become a little boring. But I will say this, though. What I've noticed about L.A., not on the dating scene, I was just saying this yesterday, because you hit me up like, yo, let's let's do some shit. Right. So I started thinking about a bunch of shit to do, because when I go to L.A. as a New Yorker, it feels like it's a playground mm. in the way that it's... The the options spread out. are endless. Like you could you see all these New York motherfuckers going to no just the people in general going to Runyon Canyon or yeah, they go man. to the beach or they go to the Green Market or they go to the museum or they go to they going out right. Mm-hmm. Not to say that New York don't have beaches, museums, and all that shit, but a lot of New Yorkers that I know they don't indulge in the culture of that no, city. We don't. But that's one of the reasons as a New York person. You always like, I know, I pay a whole lot for this shit. I mean, the return on investment is a little crazy, but New York's too lit. Meanwhile, you don't engage in none of the lit shit. You don't do nothing. You stay at your house and do nothing until you go out. For me, I'm just saying for myself, like when I go out to LA, I'm like, oh, let me do some shit. That's why we was like, yo, let's do some shit. I was like, all right, fuck it. 
We could go yeah, here. Yeah. I had to start thinking of stuff. Yeah, because you know when you out when you when you leave your space where you live you and go to somewhere, you more exploratory. You got less constraints on you. Your lady ain't sitting at the house waiting on you to come home. Right. You know what I'm saying? You out. You out there to move around. You out there to do shit. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. That's how that's how you do LA. You go, you go do all your meetings and you move around a little faster. So you doing five, six meetings and lunches and dinners and all that shit all at once. What was the last time you did some different shit in New York? I mean, I got kids. They how you doing different shit every fucking week. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let's go around skate. Let's go over here. Let's go on this play date over there. What was the last time you did some different shit in New York, Chris? Oh, um... I mean, not different. I mean, obviously, going to museums not that different. But I went to, uh, you know, the Mo- Museum of Modern Art pretty oh, recently. Okay. Cool. But you know, that was on a whim. I mean, I've been in the city for right. many to, years. I know. went to the Sex Museum. Did you? On, yeah, over on, a, on a, it's called the Museum of Sex. <laughs> and uh, they can flag get loose you know, in the world. New Sex Museum. New flag. Don't they got like a bouncy thing? Like it's a bunch of titties or something. You like there's like bouncy a titties. bouncy house, of like titties. a bounce house but made out of titties and shit. Do they do that? That's, that that's what's on the ad. That's what's on the ad. smile on Damien's face. Don't they got a, a bounce? Do they have titty, that? Titty bounce room with the titties and the bounce. And they the, call it the titty bounce. The titty bounce. You know what I mean? And they, you in there and you jump around and you... Uh, they got they had a, they had when I was there because you know they changed exhibits. Uh, no, 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 I won't speak on that. Well, I didn't see the titty, titty bounce. bounce area. What I did see though was they had a sex tape exhibition and they showed like all the sex tapes. Kim Kardashian, Colin Farrell, wow. uh, Rob Lowe. They were just playing it like right there, you, mm-hmm. watching celebrities, you know, uh, get it in. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was different for me because I'm very shy uh-huh. and I've been trying to, you know, explore myself in that in that arena. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me go to the Museum of... Uh, see how celebs is fucking. Oh, just go to sex. Because, you know, so maybe... See how the Hollywood... Play. And it, just, it was weird watching exhibits with other people around you. Right. And you're looking at the exhibit, but it's like, you know, it's like a sex toy or something like that. And you Did sit, you go by yourself or you went with somebody? Uh, the first time or the second time? <laughs> Both times. First time I went with somebody. I went with somebody the first time. Uh, and then you doubled back and went by yourself? Yeah, so I went the first time a couple couple years ago with my ex. Okay. Went together because I was trying to spice up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the museum. Maybe we'll get some... Uh, some uh, you can tell I'm very awkward in these. Talk about it, yeah. Uh, shot, shot Vlad is conversation. Gone, I mean, just I new Vlad. Shattered. This up. Let me go to this uh, museum. It's many years ago. I was shy. You know what I mean? I'm undercover. Went in with a trench coat, some glasses, and uh, we in there looking around, hoping to find some some innovative spices to mm-hmm. you know uh, season the pot. Mm-hmm. And the second time I went by myself, uh, I was like, let me experience this by my own. Did you still have on the trench coat? No, nah, I went. I went. Uh, <laughs> I had a had a t-shirt on. A little hat, you know what I mean, and uh, uh, cause when I when I went with, them, I remember I was being shy about the exhibits. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be weird, like, cause I didn't want to be like, oh wow, look at he's he's digging that out. You know what I mean? I want to talk right. like these, and she's next to me. Whose sec- idea was it to go to first? It was it was it was like, hey, I, I'm trying to find some new stuff to do, and I was like, let's go to this museum of uh, of sex. Uh-huh. And we go up in, and they had a gift store at the end of your shop. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> you brought it up, you brought it to the table, y'all did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. What was her response? One in the one invitation, and then two after when you walking out, leaving. Like, was it? How was it? More uh, <clears throat> accepting than I thought it'd be. You know, it was like she was like she was like, "Yeah, let's go. It's best. That'd be cool." Go to the museum of sex. We hang out there. Good time. We come out. We talk about like different exhibits, and we got into a conversation about how many black black people do you see there, how many Latinos do you see there. It was mostly white people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
just as a commentary, like we don't we didn't see a bunch of there visiting there. or exhibit wise both. Okay, because we were talking about like what what's the, what the racial experience was of that that atmosphere, well, how right. they play it, you know? Because you can't have. I feel like they'd be weird about like the the black sexuality section, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> Man, Mandingo quarter, yeah, Mandingo quarter. <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> they play a tape of Richard Pryor. Remember Richard Pryor's second bit? Nah. Probably had that bit about how black people uh, have sex. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. You oh, go yeah, get it. Get that, sex. girl. So, yeah. The white guy's like, so, Pouch, could you please pouch? Yeah. So, so they didn't have a Jane Kennedy tape in there? Not, well, did she? Ha-ha! That was, that, was, that was the first. Sound nah. like a request. Nah, who's, who's nah, I mean, if who's it's going to be Hollywood sex tapes, you who's, who's Jane Kennedy? Who's that? Oh, she my was, goodness. Yo, that's a whole she different a, generation. I'm going to tell yeah, you, because people fuck with Jane Kennedy, but I don't, yeah, talk to us about Jane Kennedy. Jane Kennedy is my father's, like, generation. I was, like, you know, kid coming up, Jane Kennedy was, like, the beautiful lady on TV. Right. I'm not even really really sure if she's just an actress or she was Miss something or some shit like we'll that. Talk, well, talk, how she look? What's she was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? She was light-skinned, wavery hair, black mm-hmm. lady, you know what I'm saying? Real real 80s looking, you know okay. what I'm saying? Nice, nice, nice body, you know uh-huh. what I mean? And then her, her husband, Leon Isaac Kennedy. Is that my... No, I'm thinking of Isaac from The Love Boat, he was, but that's nah, not Nah, 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 nah. There she go right there. You know what I'm saying? So, so they had a sex tape and the shit was so crazy because... In the in the sex tape, Leon Isaac Kennedy, like first of all, she was up on a pedestal in right. pop culture. And then on the sex tape, Leon, he was just doing all kinds of shit. They was high. You know what I'm saying? This nigga not only put his fist, he was all the way up in that damn there to his elbow wow. with his whole arm. Wow. And that just like that just Wait, who, who, yeah. who's the dude? Her husband, Leon Isaac Kennedy, they broke up and he released the tape. Oh, he did it dirty. And then um, you know, Revenge. she, she caught all of it. He fisted her? Not thief armed her. You know what I'm saying? He, he had like the whole fucking. He had this the whole, whole shit in there. So that shit was like some like whoa. Oh, and she had to, she took all the brunt of all the public because he was already smoking crack or whatever. <laughs> you know what it's what not Leon. Leon. Leon Isaac Kennedy is okay. But it's not oh, it's not Leon from Five Heartbeats. Leon. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Hilarious. He, he was a light skinned cat. You know, so I don't know what he did. I don't know if he was an actor. I think he was an actor. He played one of them boxing movies. I think he played in Penitentiary. Okay, that was his movie. <laughs> okay, he so he that. was going Penitentiary style. Yeah, he went Penitentiary that. style. So that was that was like a salacious tape of the time. That right. was like you know what I'm saying pre this modern sex tape thing. That was like a big old fucking deal. Back you know, then. Chuck Berry had a sex tape too. Yeah, they released him. What? Yeah, Chuck Berry was a wild dude. He was wild. I mean, it's a lot of he fucking like, sex tape. I bet you that R. Kelly sex tape ain't in there. He's like, hey girl, come over here. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, I seen a little, yeah. a little clip of it. Come here. Hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you love me, don't you? <laughs> I love you, daddy. You love me, right? Yeah, I'm saying. Well, she going to lick my ass. She, uh. <laughs> she's, lick, she's licking his ass. He farts. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's not like he hazing her. He's like, you want to be my lady? But you got to go yeah, through the gauntlet. I think, I think they say she was a prostitute, so he was just, uh, he was wild. He was, he was, he was doing it for the gram. Yeah, he was doing it for the gram. This motherfucker was wild in the morning. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> yeah, that crazy ass voice. Oh man! Oh man! Shit! <laughs> oh shit! What else? Yeah, what else going on, man? Y'all done took this shit out the deep end. What's going on with you, man? Man, I'm um I'm about to start a workout regime. 
Word? No. You going to create your own? Or? No, no, I'm going to go. I, I'm going to sign up for some classes and shit. Oh, okay. the gym and I was thinking about to be the next Billy Blank. No, no, nigga. <laughs> Muhammad's muscle. Guru. Nah. Muhammad's muscle. Nah. Exactly. I'm, 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 I'm the type of motherfucker. I ain't worked out since shit, high school. Goddamn. Okay. That was a yeah, long yeah. ass time ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't worked out just for fun ever. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. When I worked out, it was playing on on basketball team, on football team. Right, right, right. That's right. it. After after the motherfucker ain't tell this you to the, run. This is I'm trying to live workout. This is I'm trying to live. There's a lot of people <laughs> yeah. dying, man. A lot, yeah. a lot of niggas dying, man. Yeah. And then last week, man, I was with me and Laura. We went, me and Laura Checkaway, we went to shot this piece for this documentary. Right. And it was this lady, she 98 years old. Mm-hmm. She a yoga instructor. Mm. And she was in that bitch hitting it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Real fluid standing on the head, doing right. all that shit, man. 96. 96. 90, she might be 98. 96 crazy. or 98. She the oldest yoga instructor in the world. Look up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Tao something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I was like, well, shit, goddamn, if she could do this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm in there shooting, you know, you know, all the middle-aged white women in there doing the yoga poses. and But the 98-year-old... Yoga instructor standing on the head doing the handstands, and I was like, "Yo, I gotta get my shit together, man." Because no everybody, you know, what I'm saying, you know, people dying all every every week on the Facebook, somebody else dead that shouldn't Man. be dead. You know what I'm saying? Heart this, and you know what I'm saying? Dealing with illness, that there's so much death on Facebook. My you know what I'm saying? I I I got the benefit of some. The slim gene, but man, I need to get my heart together, man. When somebody <laughs> dies on Facebook, do you like it or do you give the heart? Sad. You could you, you could do, do the, the little sad. Do the I do the sad for you. I, do the sad. Yeah, because that was always weird before you had the option. Right. It was just a little Hit like. With the, yeah. Like, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, what do you do? I put some, you know, write a comment like sad to hear. You know, I write right. something in there, write something nice. Right. But it's like, you know, a lot of people in my little general nah, it's vicinity. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. Nah, that's so I'm trying to trying to live. So, you know, I signed up for this little workout program. I start tomorrow, 6 a.m. Wish me luck because I don't know how this shit's going to turn out. Boot camp shit? It's not boot camp, but I heard this shit hard. It's it's not no. It's not six a.m. Like, sound hard already. Nah, I'm gonna go ahead and get it. I'm gonna do, if I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right. <laughs> shit, that's the hardest part. I don't want right to. I don't want to go in the middle of the day. That's harder. But you on your sunrise shit anyway. Yeah, I'm on my sunrise shit. So wait, what's the what, what's the what's the uh what's the what's the premise of the workout? What's the title of it? What's the listen, man? It's <laughs> a hard, hard broad New York. They do some holistic shit, man. Oh, shit. It's a lot of a lot of body weight. Uh-huh. And you know what I'm saying, kettleball shit. I don't know. It ain't no, it ain't none of that shit where you go feel like you know what I'm saying, like you in there about to push the mind, cause I ain't ready for that shit. I ain't ready to okay. go stunting in the gym. Ain't lift no weight since the nineties. Not for the Snapchat <laughs> nah, just yet. I gotta go in with the, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> with the poses, you know, that type. I ain't lift weight, I ain't lift weight since I'm the nineties. I'm a creeper to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta before. get shit together before you go into prime time. Get Bernice Burgos on. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? He said I ain't lift since the nineties. <laughs> shit, motherfucker, I ain't finna walk up in the real gym with the, you know what I'm saying? What's what's my man, CJ? C- Clayton, oh, C.J. Fletcher? Yeah, C.J. Fletcher. C.T. Fletcher shit. Yeah. Motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> Push! That's too much. Nah, I, I got like jail. I got I to gotta cruise into that shit. I got to <laughs> finesse that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't finna do the Shea Moisture <laughs> and go time. straight from just chilling straight to the motherfucking power <laughs> lift. <laughs> you a fool, man. You a fool. You a fool, man. I swear to God, you a fool. That shit is hilarious. Speaking of um, workout plans. George Bush was in office the last, George Bush Sr. was in office the last Hell time yeah. I leave. Hell yeah, I've been <laughs> Chilling, you know what I'm saying? 
I've been chilling, man. I'm laid, but I'm cool, motherfucker. Oh, I get, I, I get mine in on just on some regular shit, on lifestyle shit. I ain't never, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, just endemic. Yeah, my, 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 my workout is what I got shoveling, to do. Shoveling the snow, <laughs> right? All right. I'm going to walk down the block. Yeah, it's my walk to the store workout right I'm here. I'm going to I'm going to carry this six-pound camera for 12 hours and shit like that. Yeah, that's ridiculous, you know what I mean? Man. I might do a couple push-ups every now and again if I'm feeling like I'm, you know what I'm saying, going too far the wrong way. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? I ain't I ain't never so, I never liked the gym culture. That's that's the, the thing about it. It's a difficult culture. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never really I wasn't really up on all that, man. Oh. But you know, I, I know that I now as a I'm getting older, I feel the need to be strong and shit. I gotta get, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just get, in case, you know what I'm saying? Just in case. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanna be, you know what I'm saying? I saw in that In case 90- you in first class and somebody yeah, I might have to, to flatten them. I'm gonna lay you flat. You don't know the story. Can't get babies getting mushed <laughs> you know in man? your first class cabin. I got a couple of fight tricks, but I want to be strong with my shit. You know what I mean? That's uh, all. Man. Also, you get older, you get hurt in weird ways. You don't want you don't want to be that guy. You yeah, know, you, you know, know what I'm saying? What happened? Oh then, man, I was you know. Then I I lightweight got this little shoulder situation mm-hmm. that the motherfuckers is trying to say is arthritis and shit. Like, mm-hmm. nah, man, I, I'm no not acceptance. I'm not accepting that shit, man. <laughs> Dude, I was running for the trade yesterday. It, oh. looked, it looked terrible, man. It lo- and it wasn't even that far. And, but I knew I wasn't going to catch it. I was like, I did this. All oh, that shit looked hobbled and shit. I was like, I got to do better. This is terrible. That shit said, you Take it easy, man. Oh, it was horrible. It was a bad, it was a bad shape. Speaking of all this workout shit, a friend of mine, uh, shout out to my man Duke. We talked about Duke before. Duke is a physical trainer. Duke came across, uh, actually my cousin St. Cool came across, gave it to Duke, came across some workout plan. I hate giving them any pub Mm -hmm. because it's been highly uh, shitted on Mm -hmm. by trainers and people of this path. There's this new thing called Con Body. And basically, like convict, so-called ex-cons <laughs> train you all top, no bottom. I exactly got to look like a pigeon. They train you how to work out. Got a triangle body, <laughs> as if your personal safety depended on. Right. No, but they train you to right. get the 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 fucking like people go and. I was talking to my man Duke, who's a physical trainer. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what I mean? Woke as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, woke AF. Don't blink, you know what I mean? But um, it felt like, I felt obviously it's gross. But I asked him, I said, Dad, how do you feel? Will you feel more grossed out by the fact that they leveraging the convict lifestyle? Or is it, are you upset more so as a physical trainer? I mean, it's gross. What do you mean it's gross? Because it, well, this was the thing. And I talked to some people that had been in jail. Mm-hmm. Who were you know do their thing, mm-hmm. and they were like, I don't really like to wear jail as a badge of honor, okay, that, as anything right. to glorify, as right. like you could get you could get a six pack without having to go to jail, and right. that's not all motherfuckers is doing in jail right. is working out. It's a lot motherfuckers working out oftentimes just to stay stressed and right. just to stay on point, just in case right. some just shit in happens. Case. Right, it's a you know different type of insurance. So right. when you leverage it, like yo. You want to look like a motherfucker that did three to six? Like, it's just, it's kind of weird. So, uh, what kind of body you want? Three to six? 25 to life? What, you exactly. know, what kind of body? Shit. I think if you get in life, I don't think you give a fuck about a six pack. I well, think my you brother, say, fuck my, this. There, there's, a, there's a dude in the Bronx teaches us, it's called 52 Blocks. Yeah, you talked about that. Oh, yeah. right. And he teaches, like, you know, uh, close quarter combat. Jailhouse combat. Jailhouse combat. Mother deer. Right. 
So, so I mean, but my, I don't have them kind of worries, man. My biggest worry about this whole shit is I don't know what the weather that shit. You to, know, to the fitness thing? To the gym. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, nah, you can't come in there all looking old. Like, I ain't got no gym sweatpants. You know what I'm saying? My shit is like leisure wear. What you you got no sweatpants at all? <laughs> I got sweatpants, but they ain't no gym sweatpants. They ain't like, you know what I'm saying? The shits that 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 bunch up at the bottom oh, and they, shit. Yeah, don't, nah, don't got the, yeah, I ain't got elastic. none of that shit. I ain't got none of that, you know what I'm saying? Modern. So what like, you gonna wear tomorrow? I'm going to get me some shit tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get me some modern tech shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be the best dressed motherfucker in there if I'm gonna be the weakest. I think I've gone to corner. There's a there's a there's a Models. Yeah, I'm, on, I'm, gonna, yeah. On, I'm gonna go uh, get me some modern shit. You know what I'm saying? Some shorts with the little modern tech tights and shit to keep. Where sneakers you gonna keep wear? It cool. Uh, actually, it's a barefoot workout, but I got I'm, I got I got some um I got some um some some Nikes on the way. That they, they, they not gonna make it tomorrow, but I, I got some Nikes on the way. And then um I was looking. Adidas got some fresh little workout shit too. So you want a t-shirt? What you gonna wear? Tank I'm, wearing, top, nah, I'm wearing one of them tech shirts, you know what I'm saying? One of them shits that's... Them, the wick off the sweat? Yeah, whatever the fuck. I don't know what they do, but they look technical and they look modern. That's what I'm going with. I don't care what the shit do. You got your bottle of water ready? You got the whole thing? Yeah, I got my water. I'm a, I'm a bike over there. You know, I ain't even driving to the gym. I'm How bike. far is it? About uh, two miles. I'm going to bike over there and shit. Five in the morning. You sure you want to bike it? Yeah, I'm going to bike it. I'm going all the way in, man. If it's, if it's a mistake, I know immediately. You got your post-workout meal ready? You know what you're going to do afterwards? I'm going to Juices for Life. All right, Malcolm X. <laughs> I'm going to Juices for Life. Get me a What's your lady's? Your lady excited? She's like, yeah. She don't even know yet. You ain't tell her you're going to work out? No, no. I'm going to tell her that. You're going to show up one morning like, yeah. Like, yeah. No, <laughs> just with a, with a big old just body. Just <laughs> nah, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm um, tell her the night. This morning, she was like, you need to take better care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? She was putting stress on but she didn't know I'd already signed up to work out. So I'm going to just come in. You know what? I'm gonna take better care of myself, baby. What's the uh what you signed up for? Like a month? What you signed up for? I signed up for one class. Oh, just the one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Motherfucker, I wanna see this how this shit work now. I'm not finna invest the whole wad and then get there and I don't even like the shit. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck, man? I'm gonna go test it. <laughs> you fool, man. I'm gonna test it, man. I'll let y'all know next week oh, if, if the fool, shit went man. okay or not. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that they, shit might be too you, crazy. When, when you sign up, they try, they try to upsell you like, hey, you should really sign up for the month I package. signed up on the goddamn website, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody, I wasn't talking to nobody. I talked to the motherfucker after. You know what I'm saying? But nah, I got introduced to it because L. Clay take the class and she introduced me to the owner dude because we were going to do a barter, a video barter situation. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I got introduced to the class. So I'm going to go see what it's about, man. I heard it's hard as shit, but I'm going to go check Is L. going to be there with you? I don't know who the fuck gonna be there. I don't think so. I don't think L getting up at six in the morning, five to be that six. You know what I'm saying? What's the, you, you, you you don't know the name of the class? Yeah, it's hard boiled. Oh, hard, it was hard. That's the hard boiled NYC. Around. Yeah, hard boiled like a boiled egg, like a hard boiled egg NYC. Hard boiled NYC. So I'm gonna try that shit out. You know what I'm saying? It's a little some old new age holistic. You know what I'm saying? Strengthening. I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying you know to see what I'm saying. I'm going like. to start there. And then once I, once I get my shit together, then I'll join the motherfuckers at the, at the neighborhood. Why? The you program Hardball is based, on, is based on building functional strength and increasing mobility through integrative movement and strength training. That shit sounds easy, huh? Dynamic stretching, yeah. mobility practice, crawling, rolling. That shit sounds easy. And resistance training. Loaded and body weight. Incorporating pull-ups, squats, dumbbell, kettlebell, barbell, sandbag training. Owner-operator Ricky Bryan. 
is certified by world-renowned functional fitness and physical culture authority Steve Maxwell, who I know. I know Steve Maxwell. I know of him. See, see, that shit all sound like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, that don't sound like pushing 300 pounds on a bench press. And then I heard that shit hard as fuck. This look official, man. This they, look shit, like... they say that shit hard. <laughs> so we going to see, man. I don't know where the fuck D went. This looks official. But, this is wave. Yeah, this is, you know this is official, though. But if you like it, let me know, because I may have to pop in one day for a class with you. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you know, you know what I'm saying? I'll let you know, you know what I mean? But, you know, where are you going to be this week? Oh, I will be at, uh, I'm in New York this week. I'm uh, here for the week, uh, visiting my family, doing some shows. I'll be at the Stand uh, New York, Stand Restaurant and Comedy Club, uh, Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm there. Doing no shows doubt. at 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock the whole weekend. No doubt, no doubt. And I, you know, I would be at the Horrible NYC <laughs> trying to figure this body out, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get this dad body up off me, you know what I'm saying? Y'all see me flexing on the ground, y'all know. You know, you know what's going y'all on. Y'all know, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't, ain't going to be the motherfucker posting my workouts because I don't know how them shit's going to look. <laughs> Especially when you first start out, you're going to look a mess. You know what I'm saying? A, you know what I mean? But I'm going to look good doing it, though. Did you ever work out in your life, ever? Did you ever I, like- never, I never worked out for... You know what I'm saying? Like, I worked out for a reason. Basketball practice, football practice. I rode, and now you're working out for life. I, I rode bike. I rode a bike. I would bike for fun. I just used to like doing that shit. I, at one point, one stretch, like a two, three-year stretch, I was doing 30 miles a day on a bike wow. just to do it. You know what I'm saying? Miami at Cutler Ridge has a, a, a bike trail that goes from Cutler Ridge to Coconut Grove, and it's like, non-stop you know what i'm saying so that's it's like 16 miles each way so i would do that every day right around sunset i just love that just to do that was the only type of shit i would do just for fun besides you know what i'm saying the ladies and lifestyle shit but you know what i'm saying so this is my first time actually saying you know what i'm gonna get my shit together just to get my shit together that's important, man. I've been working out, too. I've been in the gym for a while now, too. I don't think D workout. We're going to get him in there, too. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Right now, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for joining us in the conversation. And like always, tell a friend to tell a friend. It's even an enemy. Man, we got to do that. Again. I know. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Right, we're going to tell a friend to tell a friend. Or even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. Yeah. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out.